The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Fables of Refuge. Uh, this is a live play, actual play Dungeons & Dragons show where we play in a world of my creation. I'm your dapper Dungeon Master, Jarrett Sullivan, and these are your players. Hi, I'm Jesse. I remembered I was first. I just needed to unmute myself. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers. I play Tazu, the blue dragonborn monk. Hi, I'm Laura Daly, and I play Chandri, the half-elf fighter. Hi, I'm Carter Michael, and I play Ash, the tiefling ranger. Oh, great. Who's? All of us? We hear you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I think... I think that makes the game more interesting. Live streaming. Who wants to introduce Martha? Oh, right. Oh, I guess I can now. Can they hear us? You think yes. so? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Take two. I'm Allie Fitzgerald, and I play Martha, the tiefling sorcerer. Hey, I'm Carmichael. I play Julius, the treant cleric. All right. We did it. They got all our mics up. People can hear us. Good to go. Uh, uh, when we last played, our adventurers had defeated and a weird aberrant uh, outsider and gained the favor of Lord Haldane, Mr. Munch, and got, in, got official invites to the big party of the season and then came back to Refuge, and, or came back to Refuge, came back to Oak, and uh, and Ash got a letter, and Chandri saw a, a spooky vision. Uh, also, uh, meta information, the, the party leveled up, and I do, like, video game rules so that when you level up, you get your hit points back, and you get uh, your spells and abilities so you can use them in the new game versus, like, if it happens to be in the middle of the day, which we sort of happen to do this time around. So that's, uh, if you're following along, uh, they've got their stuff back because they leveled up because video game rules are fun. <laughs> All right. Um, 
where what would you like to do first where would you like to go um well i'd say we should check out this tailor first just so we can put our orders in have the most amount of time because the this fancy party is in like two days right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh how close are we to your house chandri because i want to open this letter in a secluded area oh yeah, I imagine we can probably duck into the apartment and then head to the tailor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to know what it says. I'm going to read over your shoulder. You're close. I mean, I can also just read it out loud for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't trust you to read it out loud. <laughs> that, that fair point. <laughs> you're, you're closer to Chandri's apartment than you are to uh, the tailor. Okay, yeah, we can head there first. Okay. Fast travel. <laughs> okay. There's banging, clanking outside because she lives above a blacksmith. Uh, all right, so you open the letter, uh, and it very simply just says, uh, Ashkoth, uh, come to the embassy post-haste. Uh, this is not a request. Oh. Uh-oh. Is I'm that, in trouble. Is that from your family? Probably. They, no one signed when they, it? When they use my full name, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> but no one signed it? Yeah, I mean, someone knew my full name and where I was. Mm. I, you know, it yes. could not, it could not be them, but it's probably my family. We know it does have the, the spring court seal that was it was sealed with that uh stamp. We, yeah, we know so. your full name and we know where you are. Well, it sounds like his family does too, so trying to hide from them isn't quite working. Well, I, I mean, when you're on the open from... ocean, good luck finding us. That's <laughs> that's true. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna draw a middle finger and send it back to my brother. <laughs> Why um, a middle finger? It's it, like it, an offensive way of telling someone to um go away. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um only uh, do it to somebody you're ready to fight though, just in case. What's a positive way? Oh, uh kind of like how Chandri when she meets someone in a bar. Oh, she, oh my god. Can you draw, can you're you're, you're mixing like you're this? mixing metaphors. It's not gonna it's not it's a gonna draw a good thing. Positive no, sorry, means good. I'm just speaking with my hands. I don't that's not a visual. I Positive can just good. imagine I can just imagine Julius being like Mr. Bean in the Mr. <laughs> Bean movie, just like on the freeway. <laughs> I mean, that's a reference for Have like a wonderful people, day. But... <laughs> hey, I, I get it. Carter uh, got it. <laughs> uh all right. So do you mind if we go to the embassy? That's you... there's an M in there. Embassy Bert? here, Phenomenon. the yeah. in Oak. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and go to the embassy first, and then we go to the tailor. Sure. Okay. The day is young. Are you, are you going to like be snatched up again? Yeah. The embassy. Well, I'm I'm more powerful than I was before, so I doubt it. Are we going to have to try to like fight your brother or something? With all, if everything goes in our favor, yes. 
but <laughs> what what if <laughs> I don't right want to fight your brother? That's fine. I'll I'll fight him. I'm like I'll meet strong. him in the streets, but in the embassy, I feel like it's not the best place to throw down. You're you're right. I'll, I'll I'll behave myself. Okay. Uh, can we go there now? Yeah. Let's see what I this think is about. Think a fly hit me in the eye. Well, you are kind of plant-like, so they probably like you. Mm. All right. All right. Go. Uh. Uh, the Chandra, you know where it is, and you probably actually do too, uh, Ash, if you came through Oak. The Spring Court has an embassy that's in the cat, and it's very close to uh, the, uh, wow. the Prince's Tower. So uh, <clears throat> uh, you're going that direction too when you go to the tailor. So get, make your way there. Uh, there is uh, a high stone wall. Um, it seems to actually be connected to uh, the stone pylons uh, coming up from the water. So a much more secure foundation than uh, just the wooden planks and boards that make most of the walkways. Uh, and there is uh, a large stone gate that is uh, that is closed, and there is a... Uh, uh, Soldier posted out front, uh, standing very still with a spear. Hello, um, I've been summoned to the embassy and I hold up the letter with the seal on it. Uh, he, he's like, oh, uh, okay, it's got the seal, looks right. Uh, uh, and he looks kind of at the rest. He's like, "If you draw your weapons, you will be killed." Good thing I don't have weapons. Okay. Understood. Uh, great. Uh, very good. Uh, so he just turns. He seems like he's a little out of his depth. But suddenly, this like party in a tree, and then he's like, "Party oh, in he's a got, tree." Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got the seal, so he's just kind of. Uh, he's he's gonna go into the guard house. That's kind of got a situation, and then uh, you hear him like mumble something, and then the the gate begins just to rise up, um, and uh, make perception checks for me. Natural twenty. Nice. Ooh, twenty one. Six. Twelve. Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> For a total um, of twenty-seven. Yeah. Uh, Twelve and up, pretty uh, uh, perceptive enough. And Julius, you just like, just like you have the all-seeing eye, just like taking it all in. <laughs> there, there are a uh, group of uh, soldier-looking individuals that are going through a sparring exercise in the courtyard. Um, it does seem to have a stone floor that's built here above the water instead of just uh, wood. And uh, there are uh, regular patrols that you notice uh, that seem to be uh, on the, Julius, you see them on the roof of the building. It goes up a few floors and on the roof there are uh, a few individuals that seem to be watching uh, the area and one of them is definitely watching you all as you come in. Um, and Julius, with your nat 20 uh, in the second story window, you uh, notice an elf 
uh, who seems to like look your way and then turn from the window. Uh, as you come in, there's a uh, uh, officious looking uh, half elf with uh, tanner skin, a lot like Chandri. Uh, he's wearing uh, robes that seem to be very officious, like I said, official. Uh, he's comes out and uh, the gate begins to close behind you as you enter. And he's like quickly walking up uh, and he looks at you, sees Ash and then is just like, ah, uh, uh, Lord Vermeer, uh, if you would please follow me. So he- Did you hear that guys? Lord. He forgot to say ranger. Marza uh, does like a very like mocking bow towards Ash. Mm-hmm. As you should. <laughs> uh, so uh, in the main entry hall, that it's uh, this is a, an oak mansion really that has been turned into a, a semi fortress at this point in time. Uh, but it is uh, marble floors, tiled. There's a large staircase going up and uh hallways off to the side uh and uh the uh the gentleman who came and got you leads you up the stairs and into a front room julius this would be the room where you saw uh that elf in the window hmm. um and so uh, everybody make one more perception check for me. see what you know 16. till 20. Nice. Or 23. 19. 11. 10. Nice. I'm looking uh, what for was yours plants. At? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Ash, what was yours? 16. 16, okay, good. Uh, yeah, the... the Tazu with your natural 20, like, there's a very large mirror on one of the walls that catches your eye. Um, the way the light works with it, the way it reflects to you, there's something off about that mirror. Um, but the, uh, the rest of you and, and Tazu then take in the, uh, there's a tall, uh, elven gentleman. He turns and walks towards you. Uh, he is very old. Uh, you can see more age on him than most elves you've met. Uh, and... Uh, he's wearing uh, very ornate clothing, very, very fine. Uh, Ash, this is your brother, Narvin. Hey, Narvin. Ashkoff, thank you for coming. Long time no see. Mm, time is a matter of perspective, is it not? <sighs> yes, it is. And uh, your companions? Uh, we are we are the salty five. I'm I'm glad you gave yourself a team name. Uh, would you like to introduce them, or are they going to introduce themselves? Hi, my name is Tazu. Uh, I'm Chandri. Hello, I'm Marza. Pleasure. Hi, I'm Julius. He he bows. He's Narvin Vermeer. I am the uh, representative of the Spring Court here in Oak. Uh, well, um, since you've brought your companions with you, um, can I have a hug? Of course. 
<laughs> like, Thank you. He takes you into a, 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 a very loving embrace. He does actually yes. care about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm getting some like serious, like, uh, Spock vibes from this dude. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> it's good to see you. You as well. I, uh, See your uh, your travels and adventures have done you well. Thank you. So I hear things are a little there's unrest at home. Mm. There is unrest everywhere. That's true. There is great trouble here, Ashkoff. Uh, and I do apologize for having to ask you this. We are family, but I do not know where your loyalties lie. Oh, they, they lie with the family, with Spring. Wait, is anyone else in this room? <laughs> uh, not that you've noticed. <laughs> okay. okay, good. I was about to say that. Yeah, no, like, screw, <laughs> screw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You haven't noticed anyone else in here. Okay, great. All right, cool. Hmm. Uh, uh, there is an event that is coming. Uh, and I will, of course, be there. Um, and, uh, if our, uh, very fresh information is accurate, I believe that you will also be there. How do you know about that? Oh, we have our ways. <sighs> That's true. Know it all. What? What? What are the uh, information is important. The party that we're going to. <gasps> oh yeah. Uh, but we basically know this because it pertains to you specifically. Oh. Uh, uh, Iluways doesn't uh, trust anyone, so uh, that's not necessarily your fault. Thanks. Uh, so this uh, party, uh, I need you to investigate the prince, his grounds, look for information regarding his forces, his strategy, and most importantly, his family. The Kieran Deeploop does not, the prince does not know of your relationship to the spring court, and that gives us an advantage. Uh, and he who walks in light, the king in spring, Deldrin Lightseer, does not want a war. Mm. He does not want to see the blood of citizens spilt. He has great concern for everything that is happening here. Uh, 
there is a faction in the court of Spring who does see great personal gain and perhaps even this princedom on the line for what they could seize for themselves if such a cataclysmic event would take place. But something else is going on here, little brother. Mm. I hate to ask it of you, but will you aid your king and kingdom in this? Yes, but why do we need information about his family? There's something... Is this because of the twins? Remember, Maybe. we could not figure out if the twins were actually his or because they're not in the picture, but then we saw them and they were like with the the prince in, in Ganon. Yes, and everyone seemed to be very confused about that. And then we were also told that twins are very special and rare. Uh, he, uh, Narvin cocks an eyebrow at you, Tazzy, when you say that. Uh, mm. Kieran Deeproot does not have any children. Lissa has never born any children. But why does he have twin children around him all the time? That is the question. Yes, they even spoke to us saying that that was their father. Uh, in my few interactions, uh, when I've been summoned to see the prince, uh, that seems to be their position. And the prince and his wife seem to uh, see them as such, as does everyone else in the court. Anyone who has spent any reasonable amount of time around these children suddenly believe that they have been there the whole time. Hmm. So they were never like babies. They just sort of showed up. That seems to be the case. Did they adopt them? Adoption is a very uh, regular and celebrated thing uh, in our kingdoms and princedoms. I, uh, uh, I, if they had been adopted, why would it have been done so in secret, and why does no one remember it happening? Do you remember when the twins came into his life? Hmm. It has been uh, I believe uh, not more than six months. Oh my. Wow. This is very recent then. Uh, seems to be just before the greater troubles began. So was the the fair of the pact probably the first time they made like a public appearance? Indeed, that would be the first time uh, anyone outside of Oak became aware of them, the city itself. Okay, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, I'm not the stealthiest, but I don't think any of us are. But 
maybe Julius will be able to distract people. He, uh, he's, uh, he, he turns and looks at you, Julius, and then in a kind of like strange but gruff treant uh, voice that he like <clears throat> kind of like gets out of his uh, his fine Ive features. He uh, says in treant, treant uh, uh, essentially like a uh, namaste. <laughs> There's like an eye <laughs> uh, refuge uh, the refuge in me recognizes the refuge in you. Um, uh, <clears throat> basically translating to and to you too. Yeah. yeah. Um, which he, he uh, again like raises an eyebrow uh, to the response of that. Um, do you do you happen to know anything about Elaine Sulren, the the wizard that advises the prince? He seemed to be concerned about the twins' whereabouts, and the twins seemed to not like him. Yeah, they said he was like a creepy man or something. Uh, he is grown in power more recently. Um, uh, and has deftly maneuvered himself well politically, uh, though I don't believe, I don't know if he has anything to do with the twins directly. Um, his showing concern is of benefit, and he kind of like nods to himself. Uh, when you are at the party, uh, we do have an agent uh, within the spring court that you may be approached by. The phrase you will be asked is, has there ever been a waning so warm? Uh, to which the response is, perhaps when the light was new. This will be our contact. Uh, due to the secretive nature of our relationship, I do not actually know who this individual is. Uh, it's a security measure. Uh, should either of us be uh, compromised? Hmm, indeed, the right word. There are even magics that can hold me to account. Okay. I understand. These are dangerous times. You seem to have uh, gathered interesting allies. Um, and he like looks at Tazu and looks at the, and then looks at the tree the tree and one more time and like. Uh, but it's good to have a variety of perspectives. Uh, and while Elue is busy elsewhere, 
his attitude is not one of dislike, but uh, just unpleasant projection of how much he cares. Don't hold it against him too much. Okay, I will try. Easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> and uh, if you're successful in this task, Ashkoth, it will be of great benefit to the king. And, uh, however, regardless, father and mother do miss you. And regardless of a war, they would be happy to have you home anytime. Okay. Well, send them my love. And, um, I give him another hug and it'll be okay. You can count on me. I believe I can. Um, oh, if you run into that, uh, distasteful individual, Drassel, don't fight him, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> was, was he, was he, I forget. I thought Louis sent, sent him. He did, but uh, it a considerable uh, payment was made to keep him uh, quiet. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, between us, I also don't much care for him. However, don't don't unless he's trying to kill you. Don't don't try to kill him. Okay. Yes, we unfortunately learned that the hard way. He is a crafty person, and I'm glad that you um, held your own against him, even if it seems you were more so the aggressor. Okay, Narvin, wait a minute. Okay, so he said, come with me back to spring, and I said, no. And then he said, okay, we're going to have to, I guess we have to do this the hard way. How, what? Guys, you remember? I remember. No, we were not there for that exchange. We heard you, like, fighting, and then we came to help you because oh. we thought he was trying to kill you. We were not there because yes. he told you aside. <sighs> I hadn't met you yet. Okay, well, Yes, we were unaware happened. that there was a bounty on your head because you did not tell us. I didn't know. <laughs> no. Narvin can be, or uh, Elue can be hmm, less uh, eloquent in his ways. Yes. Uh, Not very tactful. I'll chalk that up on your behalf to youthful impertinence. Thank you. I'll take it. Uh, I will reach out to you um, one way or another. Uh, after the party. Um, okay. And while you are um, on the job, as they say, don't forget to have fun. It is a party. Oh, I wouldn't, oh, I won't I wouldn't dream of it. If yeah. you're just sneaking <laughs> around, it, it, might not, it'll, it might come across uh, that you aren't having a good time. Okay. Be cool. That's right. what he's saying. Got it. Uh, I, just little brotherly advice. Uh, it's been a while, but, uh, you know, I mean, you know how you can be. 
Yes. Thank you for reminding me. He comes up to you again and gives you a hug. Okay. He looks uh, off. He's like, take care. Julius. Insight check on sure. Narvin through this entire conversation. Okay. I can assume that there was truth and positivity, but I'm looking for moments of withholding truth. Okay. Um, 22. Um, the love he has for his brother seems real. Uh, he is a very old being, so he's hard to read. Um, he's very good at keeping a uh, stoic demeanor, though um, his kindness does not seem to be a front. Um, and the like, it, the love was very real. It does seem like even through his stoicness, he has missed his little brother. Um, and the concern is very real. Um, he may, uh, when you asked him about, when Chandri asked him about uh, Sulrin, there was some hesitancy there, but um, it's hard to know what that means. Okay. Uh, after, after Ash like said that he, you know, was with the family, that there was a relaxation. Um, but yeah, he's he's hard to read. He's 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 something like like. 600 years old or something like that like <laughs> yeah he's, he's old a hundred yeah. times my age yeah <laughs> um and when oh the one thing you really the one thing you probably did pick up on though julius is when you responded with like and also with you that wasn't the response he was expecting hmm. but he's not rude about it <laughs> okay yeah, that's something that you that since you're making this inside check, that uh, looking back on it and like reflecting on those moments, that that wasn't what he was expecting. Uh, so he uh, like rings a bell that's on his desk, and then the door opens, and the his like executive assistant comes back in, and <laughs> is valet. Yeah. Wait, wait. So so Narvin lives in. In Oak right now. Yeah, no, it, it okay. seems Narvin is the Spring Court's direct like ambassador. Liaison ambassador. Got yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay, so it's not like it's gonna be hard for us to find him afterwards. No, no, unless that he decides to just, you know, like magically teleport away somewhere. <laughs> Got it. Okay, cool. Oh, so is he like a wizard or something? I guess I'll ask Ash. Guess afterwards. we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, hey, Narvin, before we go, what does your neat mirror do? It looks funny. I've never seen a mirror quite to look like that. And he like chuckles to himself a little bit. No tact. Because he likes how direct Hazu is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you see when you look into it, young dragonborn? Ooh. As you will go up and look in the mirror very closely. What does she see? Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 
12. And make an investigation check. Uh-oh. Natural 20. Um, at first... Oh, 21. All, 21. <laughs> at, at first, all you see is just your reflection as you, like, put your lizardy eye up to it. <laughs> and but and, But after a moment of, like, you kind of feel some mental pressure almost, and you for just a second kind of put you, you take an understanding that there seems to be some depth behind the mirror, but you can't quite pierce through it. You just kind of understand that there's either something beyond the mirror or the mirror acts as a, a window or something. Well, I see me, but there is something else there that I can't quite like get to or see and that's making my head kind of squishy well don't stress yourself uh okay so um, what does it do <laughs> he, he doesn't volunteer that information <laughs> um well i guess we'll be headed out to get ready for this party uh, be careful, all of you. Things are not as they should be. Hmm. Narvin, don't you don't you feel <laughs> tank, 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 tank. don't you feel a little nervous about being in Oak right now? Oh, I believe I have the abilities to. Uh, protect myself. Uh, we have a regiment here and uh, various means of egress if we need to leave. Okay. Good. What? I worry about you. I, I just want Probably to not as much as I worry about you. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, Narvin, what, what are you concerned or, or scared of to be here? Is there something we should be worried about? Well, uh, emergency alert. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was all of our phones yeah. going off right now. Like, emergency alert. Natural gas leak. Stewart and Gray Road. I don't okay. think that's close. Oh, it's in Downey. Downey. Okay. Good. Well, thanks for letting us know. Emergency alert system. Yeah, we're, uh, we're all good here. <laughs> well, everyone's fine. We're not. We don't live near there. Uh, he um, uh, re-asked the question. Sorry, Marza. Um. You seem very concerned. Is there something here that we should be worried about? I think war should be anyone's concern. It just seemed like maybe there was a greater threat you're not telling us. I don't have enough information to confirm or deny suspicions, and I'd rather not create undue concern. Uh, but I do worry about these children. The attacks on tieflings? Hmm. I've only heard of uh, one such incident, though I believe the oh, princely guard is looking up on these things. You were speaking of the twins. Indeed. Um, well, 
I guess we'll see you later. Is is there a fern or a potted plant somewhere in this room? Yeah, he's got a couple yeah. potted plants. He's got a couple <laughs> nicely potted uh, plants in here. I'm, I'm making the rounds and saying hi. And oh, dear. Julius is feeling horny. Yeah. <laughs> and making sure they all are comfortable and feeling well. Yeah. From hey, what you can tell, you they are well-treated plants. <laughs> um, well, uh, do we have any more questions for my brother, or should we go? I think we've got errands to run today. We should probably be on our way. I'm sure he's a busy man, too. Okay. Not in my experience, but... Okay. <laughs> he is implacable to your jests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the... Uh, he goes back to, like, his scrolls and things he's working on. Uh, we continue and to then, stand there for another 30 minutes watching him. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, steward or assistant or whatever he is, he actually doesn't take you out the front. He takes you around the staircase and then open and then leads you to another downward staircase. Mm. Uh, follow me, if you please. Are we in trouble? No secret passageway uh best not to be seen uh entering and exiting the same way we are being watched all okay. right um he leads you uh downward which goes below the uh below where the you would assume the water would be everybody make a perception check 30, 20. Oh, 30, 20. Four. Four. <laughs> 15. 15. 21. Also, I also rolled a dirty 20. Nice. Uh, Ash, you're kind of like mulling. You're, you're more kind of like looking inward at your, uh, like seeing your brother again uh, mm -hmm. and, and mulling that over. So you're not really paying attention. Everyone else, uh, as you go down, you the you move into a older structure that seems to be below this house. Um it's uh, much like the pylons, like these stones are uh, old, old and sometimes they have gemstones built into them and there's occasional uh, different metals that seem, that seem to be made of and you're moving into, you can feel the, a little bit of the pressure from you're going below where water would be. So the air pressure is different uh, and it turns into a tunnel. Um, and there are glowing gemstones uh, that are lighting the way. Uh, and he leads you a um, hundred meters, pretty far. And then there's another uh, stairway up. And he's just like, uh, you'll find yourselves uh, in an alley uh, in the flowers. And um, there is a some magic above where you'll be coming out so you shouldn't be noticed. There's a, a veil of sorts. So, um, uh, best of luck, uh, with whatever your tasks are. Thank you. 
he, uh, he, he does a slight bow to you, Ash. He's like, Lord Ashkel, or Lord Varamir. Don't forget Lord Ranger. <laughs> uh, so when you come up, you can feel like the, the pressure change as you come above the surface. And then you, uh, the stairs kind of come into a, uh, to your view, it's like kind of like a shed um, that's built into like the side of a house or the back of a house. And then you, uh, uh, yeah, I hear that too, Jess. It's weird. Um, and then you. Uh, I think it's our neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> it's our neighbor's phone. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Uh, and then you come out just into like a side alley in uh, the flowers district. We should try and remember this is here. Uh, yeah, this is a good little location. Mm -hmm. In case we never need to, like, you know, like tell secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Or contact the embassy. Ed too, or, but on the secrets. down low. But yes, secrets. Or find um, flowers. <laughs> Ash, is your your brother like a wizard or something? I Arvin? it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. He used to work in the library in spring and he just knows he knows almost as much as me um but he uh almost as much as you mm -hmm. he looked over 600 years old he he's i'm a quick study um but he mm. he he does a lot of research um so he probably knows a lot of powerful spells uh, as you've walked about a block, I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, Ooh. God. Oops. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Oh, Nineteen. Thirteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Was that a two, Laura? Sure was. Sorry, what, what was your, Julius? Twenty-one. Um, uh, Julius and Ash, like, you don't, yeah, like, you're just carrying on. Everyone else, though, like, you're like, wait a minute, did we take a right or a left? Like, Chandra, you are very, you've, you've kind of lost track of the way you went. Mm -hmm. um, same thing for Tazu and uh, Marza, what was yours? Um, 15. Yeah, and uh, and Marza, you, you kind of, you feel like you've kind of lost your way, like you can't quite remember where you came from. Uh, uh, Ash and Julius, however, you're not having this experience. Um, I, I'm confused where we are. We're well, we're going this way, way, right? We're going to Chandri, so we're going this way. I thought it yeah. was that way. No, 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 we're going this way. Oh. It's not just Marza, I mean. That was weird. Oh, maybe there's some sort of spell to disguise the entrance. I, or I, maybe it was just a long walk. Oh, I thought that I was just confused because I've never been in the city this big before. I mean, I'm supposed to feel this way. No, I mean, I live in this city and I'm turned around. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. you're turned around. Maybe it's something magical. But yeah, I think we're going this way. All right. Actually, yeah. where is this way? We're going to the tailor, right? The tailor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Well, he's in what that district? Because the tailor yeah. is that way, not this way. The, the, the tailor's in the waves. Got it. All right, so let's go that way to the tail. You, you reorient yourself by like looking for the princely tower, and you're like, oh, there it is. And and you're like, okay, we're in the flowers, so we need to go the, this direction to get to the waves because they're like the two like nice neighborhoods 
uh, in oak. Uh, old, old money, very fancy. There's, there's uh, as you travel, there's lots of levels. There's much more stone here than there is in the boards or out on the planks and the docks. So uh, there's gardens that people build. They're all uh, potted, of course, because you're above the water. Um, Ooh. Uh, but uh, and there's large trees that are that are planted. It's it's very fancy. It's a super nice part of town where it almost seems like they've worked to make it feel like you're not just above the ocean. <laughs> Hey, Carmichael here. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I just want to remind you about Patreon. But don't skip, don't skip. I got, hold on. I'm not just going to talk about how your support can influence the adventure by submitting character names, full on characters, and characters destined to die, or how you can get Fables merch so you can rock it where you go. That's a DD joke, by the way. <laughs> and I really want to be real with you. Fables is a project that I care about a lot. Though it's not perfect, it saved me from a dark place and has changed the path of my career in ways I've never expected. I want to do more for Fables, uh, more for you. I want to create more. I want to continue doing classes and session podcasts with my friends, Austin and Tway, where we debate what D&D classes various fictional TV and film characters are. I want to DM special miniseries on the channel that push my creativity. I want to make more behind the scenes and exclusive content but I also have three jobs as a freelance filmmaker to keep this show going and keep a roof over my head. And Patreon is the only way that's going to change anytime soon. Fables is a small channel, too small for sponsors to care about, and ad revenue already can't compete with the orc-smashing, dragon-slaying, magic-wielding patrons at patreon.com slash fablesd20. So if you want to help keep this content moving forward and growing, please consider heading over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S-D-20. Also, there's a link somewhere. <laughs> you should be able to see the link in the description. I don't know why I spelled that out to you. But hey, Spelling, really appreciate you for not skipping past this and hearing me out. Have a great day. Stay safe. And you know what? Tell someone close to you that they matter because they might need to hear that too. All right. Love you. Enjoy the show. walkways parkways uh small neighborhoods interesting corners it's a it's a fascinating place to be uh you walk past i believe if i remember rightly i believe the flowers is in the west and the waves is on the east side the princely towers in the middle the whole area is called the cat but uh like the fifth district essentially Ow. um yeah oh that was a meow i was like uh <laughs> Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and uh, Mr. Munch's assistant had kind of told you where uh, this tailor is. So eventually you make your way over there and you see you see the sign and uh, bold lettering uh, in in common and in like a fancy form of elvish and uh, and very ornate dwarven runes. It says Titus of the Waves. Ju uh, Julius accidentally almost walks right by it because Julius can't read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, Julius. All right, here oh. we go. This is it. Huh? Oh, okay. This is the place. Uh, it's kind of a stone and, uh, and, and wood. It's kind of a Tudorish type structure. It's got uh, 
Uh, it's very well maintained. It's got, it's like white walls are very, very white. And then the wood structures are very, very like dark coffee brown. Uh, the sign is impeccably carved. Um, everything about uh, the exterior of this place is meticulous. You'd think they would make something stand out so people know that it's right here. Uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, most people can read. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, should we, shall we? Let's. Go inside. All right, everybody make perception checks for me. 12. If, it, if your uh, passive is higher, you can use passive because it's a... My passive is also 12. <laughs> yeah. 13. 13. 10. Which is my passive. And 12 is my passive. <laughs> 24. Yeah. Um, you enter into a grand room. Uh, there Ooh. are sev several red velvet couches uh, set about. Everything is very plush and lush. Uh, the pillows all have golden fringe. There is light spilling through a stained glass window from the side. And then the whole room is very well illuminated by a glowing crystal chandelier. Um, Julius, you notice on the, on the side wall, there seems to be a ship's wheel that's embedded into the wall. And uh, as, uh, as you come in, there's a, a chime that sounds. And coming out from a curtained doorway is an uh, Eve elf in a uh, like patterned suit that is looks very textured and and fancy and like purposefully has a, a sheen to it. It's a blue and purple and teal and it kind of uh, enhances this elf's eyes. Uh, and he comes out he's like, ah, Welcome, welcome to Titus of the Waves. And he just bows and he's like, how may I be of service today? Uh, well, we're friends with uh, Mr. Munch. He referred us to you, said that you might be able to take care of a custom order for us. Ah, ah, Lord Holdane's uh, uh, friends. Very good, very good. And he claps his hands and... Uh, like coming out from a smaller door in an equally like well-made suit, but much smaller is a mouseling that comes out and he's got like a rather like for him larger, like kind of book under his arm. And he's like, yes, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh, we, okay. Uh, customer. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so he like, uh, there's a little chair. There's, there's a large chair and a small chair that's raised up to like be on the same level, the little chair and the small chair. A little chair and a big chair, and he climbs up into the little chair, and and sets his like opens the book onto his lap and pulls out uh, a very large feather in his little mouseling hand, and then uh, Titus says, "Prepare yourselves." And he goes <laughs> goes over to the wheel, the ship's wheel that's that Julius that you noticed, and he starts to spin it, and the far wall just begins to start to shift and like open up. And like it's built these mechanicals, and it opens up into a large, like multi-mirror system with this large Ooh. dais in the middle. He's like, stand upon the dais. I go, I go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go. 
<laughs> Wait, it might be a trap. Who now, cares? Show me, show me what you would like. Um, you can make a wisdom saving throw if you want, Ash. Okay. Uh, sure. It. Uh, 14. Uh, yeah, it's not hard to hit. There, there is a kind of like mental pressure from these mirrors, but as you kind of probe it, uh, you can see how your reflection changes based upon kind of what you want. Ooh. Uh, so he's, show me what you want. And where's this mouse? Uh, young Nero here will copy it down. Oh my goodness. Um, so, uh, describe to us what your ref multiple reflections that are kind of surrounding you uh, so you can see every single angle even behind somehow uh, magically you can see uh, what your what you want your clothes to be and as you uh, describe it it will become what your reflection is and the mouse just is like scribbling it down okay. into his book okay well I would like a sort of like long tunic that's half half blue, like sapphire blue, but iridescent, mm -hmm. and half white. And then I would like gloves that are on the opposite. So on the opposite of the white side is, is, the, is the white with the blue. And then on the opposite with the white side, we have, we have blue gloves. And then if I, if I could get it, I would like hmm, some sort of some sort of decorative headband. I guess that's probably going to be jewelry. So, so maybe we don't worry about that it, right now. It appears in the mirror. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> we do accessories as well. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yes, and that that's uh, that's uh, sapphire and white as well, and it's it's like swirled together. And then um, my pants, um, my pants are there are, are just no pants. Black. They're they're black, and then um, I have uh, white boots. Yeah, so the mouse, the mouse, as it's settling in, everyone else you can see in the reflections how his clothing changes as he's describing it. It kind of comes into existence, and uh, the, the tailor comes over. Uh, Titus goes over. Hmm. hmm. And he's looking. Any he kind of. Uh, imposes his will a little bit into the mirrors he's and he just makes some like adjustments on the lines and like the cuts of uh of what you've described like how about this and this oh, I, this yeah. is very much in fashion right now and oh. he, he's like showing you some small details and changes like uh the, the way the clothes the way the tunic flares the the cut of it on your chest like he just makes little changes by imposing get, his like, will a into silver the silver belt too Mm. Okay. Uh, he he. Uh, you notice? Make make a perception check for me, Ash. Uh, fifteen. Um, on the silver belt, there's there's a buckle, and it and it has a very fancy design. But when you kind of notice it, it does seem to be uh kind of a brand of Titus of of the waves. <laughs> That's fine. It's like T T O W. Like yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> It's it's hidden in there. It's very discreet. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also, like, if this is like the tailor in town, like having his logo on you might be. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! Who are you wearing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing Titus. Yeah. 
Um, so he makes little adjustments like that. Anything else? No, I think I look smoking hot. Uh, just a moment, please. Uh, gaze upon yourself and see your future. And <laughs> so that Nero is like very hastily scribbling things down and making notations in his little book. And then uh, he like holds it up and and Titus looks over and like, says like, looks back, he's like, very good. <laughs> Who is next for the magic of oh, clothing? I'll, I'll go, I'll go. Mouse is very excited. She's never had anything this fancy in her life. So if, if you want to make a wisdom saving throw, you can, but you kind of understand uh, what it's about. So Mouse is so excited that I'm going to choose not to. <laughs> um, all right. So Maza had, she's an, um, I would like sort of a, um, uh, a velvet gown. Mm -hmm. But where it's it's mostly a dark navy like night sky blue with the top, and then as it goes down past my knees, it sort of has like the balayage effect, and it, it turns into a dark warm burgundy. Okay. And over the gown, um, starting from the chest up and down to my knees, it has like silver specks, as if it's like the night sky. And then um, it, uh, it would come up to my collarbone and just reach over to my shoulders where they peek out. And then the sleeves are mostly fit, but once they reach the elbow, they, they flow out like a sorcerer sleeve. And then um, ooh, uh, black boots all the way up to um, the knee with, oh, oh, buttons on the side to close it. And then I think a, a gold leaf crown to finish it off where the, the leaves sort of meet in the middle and come up at the point. I was going to suggest a crown. Good. Oh, thank you. We're on the same page. <laughs> uh, he's like, um, let's see, for uh, mobility, he, he uh, creates a slit down the side of the gown. Uh, oh my. Uh, it stays pretty close. It's above the knee, but it actually stays pretty close and doesn't really open. But oh, that was a good oh my. She's excited about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so mobility while still being tasteful. Mm -hmm. um, and he uh, uh, adjusts it, adjusts like kind of how it falls off the shoulder um, and uh, form fits through the, the chest and bust. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Uh, he fiddles around like he kind of imposes will again. He kind of fiddles around with the star field till he finds something that he really likes, and then he kind of like goes like a, a one or two so this way or this way, and gives you like a couple of different patterns that are both nice. Mm -hmm. It's just what you prefer. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, he then like with what you choose, he takes kind of the stars. He pull almost like he pulls two out of it in the mirrors, mm -hmm. and he. Speckles them into the crown, so they're like they glint the same way the dress glints. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then uh, kind of works out. He's like, uh, anything else for you, madam? Um, no, just uh, if you could make the the bottom burgundy part maybe have like a little like fire element to it. Um, he he kind of like. I know what you mean. He pushes it, and you, you notice uh, 
and kind of as you move, like the if the bottom of the dress moves, there's a very slight uh, shimmer of flames off the bottom. It's very, very subtle. Mm -hmm. Doing a Katniss. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Katniss is, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I wanted it to illuminate my my lightning and fire spells that I do. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he's once again the the little mouseling is just <laughs> it's like writing as fast as he can in this notebook and and drawing things because <laughs> I've been gaze upon the beauty of your dress. And, and, and that's just giving Nero more time to get all the details down. Raza uh, says to Ash, does this happen to you all the time when you're at home? This is amazing. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a little more fancy than what Insight you're check. To, Ash, but, <laughs> but, it's, but having clothes nice. made for you is not uncommon. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, so as Nero, like, he does a little squeak speak and lifts up the lifts up the book and and titus goes over he's like oh um, and he takes the the pen and like makes a quick couple notations but very good very good it's like all right who is next to Thank see you. the wonder uh i guess i'll hop up there this looks pretty neat um so i'll go up and so chandry's outfit on the top it's going to look like a double-breasted military jacket um so like navy blue with like the double gold buttons and gold piping um so it looks like a military jacket but like as it would come down to like where the coattails would be on a military jacket it's like psych it's a dress um <laughs> and so it's like jacket on top but then it kind of flows into like a almost like an A-line skirt um, where it comes down to the knees in front and then just barely trails to the floor in the back. Um, so it's like a little bit like masculine on top and feminine on the bottom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so Chandra's hair is normally in like a braid, right? And so mm -hmm. it like actually like comes down for once. Um, I'm like, oh, well, if you can do some, like, I don't know, accessories, yeah. And so then you see, like, little, like, saltwater pearls just, like, braided in to, like, give it a little sparkle. Indeed. Uh, when you pick up your clothing, we can uh, we can have a hairdresser here for you. Oh. Uh, of course, anything for Lord Haldane's friends. Uh, he makes little adjustments. Uh, he shortens the shoulders a little bit, which at first you're, like, Maybe it's a little awkward. I don't know. It's like you wouldn't have thought about it, but when it actually like shows off your 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 strength better. <laughs> yes, he's like, see here. Uh, he changes the the sleeve fit to be a little more elegant and pulls the like uh, fringe back on the cuff a bit more. And actually, has it so the cuff is like a long folded cuff mm -hmm. instead of like a shorter one, so a little more navy, uh, navy a little more uh, naval. <laughs> um and uh with the and puts a brocade on it uh he shifts the color a little bit to be a more um like good with the like goldenness of your skin it's like a little this and just shifts the hue just like the tiniest bit um oh in the shoes so i guess i normally wear like you know just regular ass boots um <laughs> So these would be like ankle boots, but with like a heel. So they're like, I guess, technically Oxford heels. Yeah. Okay. Just because like the the hemline kind of shows off the the shoes. It's like, oh, look, Chandra's wearing heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he adjusts them actually to show off your ankle a bit mm -hmm. more. He yeah. has them dip low. 
mm-hmm. um, while still covering your foot and still with a nice sole. Um, and then uh, he uh, he's like, hmm. He's like, weapons will not be allowed. However, and he like goes, he gets a, a thin belt that comes across your waist. And then there's a, a long, thin, like ceremonial uh, blade that comes with like a very ornate handle Ooh. that's like, very obviously not something you would use for fighting. Um, he's like, they may let you in with that. That's mm. very nice. Um, and then he's like, hmm, should we do something more on top? And he like starts like to flip through like a variety of hats show up. Like there's like fascinators and like a more like larger uh, naval hat that's very fancy. Is it too much? I don't know. Is it too much? I'll like turn to the group. <laughs> I think you could do something small, like a small hat. Switches it to a fascinator. He's like, hmm. Uh, he switches it back to the large hat. He's like, uh, give us a flourish. So like, you can't. It's not physically on you, but you can kind of manipulate the the oh, reflection. Like, oh yeah. So, yeah, sure. you see your, you see yourself just do a like a big reveal with your hair. And he's like, yes, yes. You will enter the party. You will remove your <laughs> And your hair will be glorious. I see. Oh, it's like a, okay, it's a sure. Showpiece. It's a mm-hmm. statement. Oh, mm-hmm. could, could, would there be a way where like, if she wanted, she can rest the hat on her shoulder and you could have like no. a little. Oh. No, that's, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Fascinating idea. Good sir. <laughs> Thank you, Titus. (laughs) But it is the lady's choice. All right, Uh, I'll prance off of the platform. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Nero's been scribbling down. He goes and checks the notes, and he makes a couple adjustments again. Uh, Who would like to go next, our dragonborn or our fascinating challenge of (laughs) this wonderful arborist? He's a treant. I mean, sorry, they're a treant. Julius is coddling a cat that just wandered up to him. And they're yeah. like, this is adorable. He does not shed. It will not get on your clothing. Um, uh, I yes. guess I will go next. Very good, madam. Please step up. Um, do, you, do I have to wear shoes? I've never really worn shoes before. Will oh. they not let me in without shoes? Oh, uh, no, there will be uh, many people going to the party uh, of all all types, uh, some who don't even have feet. Oh, okay, so I don't need to, because I did not think about shoes until just now when Chandri was like, I want these cool boots. We do so, not have to, we can adorn your feet as you desire. I've never worn shoes, so maybe now isn't the first time to start. Very good. Okay, so Tazu will pop up on the dais. Mm-hmm. And because she looked at that mirror earlier, she probably is like a little resistant. So I'm going to make a wisdom save. Okay. Which, of course, I roll like really high now. Um, it's a 16. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a very low check. Uh, yeah. The mirror wants to, like, obey your mental commands. Uh, 
and it kind of gives you the option. Like right now you just see your own reflection. Um, for regular people that don't have high saves because they're just regular folk, it just kind of does its thing. But because you're an adventurer with high saves, it, you kind of, you can tell the mirror no, but it won't do its thing. <laughs> okay. I just, but Sh uh, Chandri. Yeah, Jesus. it's not, it's not. Tazu understands. <laughs> I'm Tazu. You are Chandri. Yeah. Uh, it understands, but Tazu understands. Yeah, yeah, because you've dealt with magic and these types right. of things. Just and because she was already messing with that mirror earlier. Yeah, that, that other like, mirror, that it's something, it wasn't looking for a command, it was hiding something. Okay, so yeah. Tazzy will let the mirror do its thing. So I would like, I'm looking at the picture so that I can describe it. Um, Tazzy wants a sort of simple robe or dress, I guess that has just uh, sleeveless that it sits here and then just goes all the way down straight. But then on top of that, she wants this cool cloak that like goes up to her neck and then is like a little shorty cloak here, but then has bare shoulders, but then the rest of it is covered. And then she wants these cool hand wraps that match with room for her thumb. Mm -hmm. um, and then she will have like a, I guess a sash or a belt that has a, what is the word? Almost like a uh, tabard, but very thin and straight. And she wants the symbols of the four elements embroidered on it in like gold. Mm -hmm. Plus a light, a symbol for lightning on yep. that. And she wants her robe, the dress parts to be white. And she would like her hand wraps to also be white. But the cloak part, she would like to be white on the back. But in the underside, she wants a very pale, shiny yellow. Yeah, so he, he comes through the, the cloak. That's a gold thing. embroidery, so it's fancy. Yeah, gold embroidery goes with gold your... Gold trim, all that stuff. Yeah, it goes with your your uh, blue indigo uh, uh, scales. Um, the capet, which is that thing on the top, I believe. Yeah, yeah, well, it's sort of like... I have a picture. Oh. Uh, if y'all want it. Sure. <laughs> let me, hang on, let me make sure I can focus it oh yeah I like that Ooh. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice that looks like uh, one of the planeswalkers from magic gathering neat cool <laughs> i'll take your word for it elspeth uh yeah so he, he does that it's form fitting it's nice uh, your nice uh large slit for your tail to, to come out from behind he uh he actually puts on like the tip of your tail has a like golden kind of cap onto it um and then some uh, just fancy like jewelry kind of chain kind of coming off of it onto like a cuff a little further up on the tail. Um, Ooh, can I have some of that on my horns too? Yeah, he does the same. Like, uh, like would you like a crown like your friend or something different? No, I like the little cuff thing. Could you do like little cuffs and like clips on my horns kind of like... Kind of like Marissa a little bit. But. Yeah, he does that where it's uh, same gold, uh, gleams very well. And it, yeah, he, he puts uh, 
some some chains. Yeah, they they. He, would you like them to be silent or make sound? Oh no, silent is probably good. But I okay. like them. They're neat looking. Nero, Nero's like I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this dude reminds me of like Tim Gunn combined with um, Stanley Tucci from uh, the Hunger Prada. Games movies. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, or Hunger Games. Yeah, uh, Tim Gunn probably. Not. I, I, Tim Gunn's a very nice man, by the way. If you ever meet Tim Gunn, he's so nice. Okay, anyway, he is. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I had the pleasure of working with him. He's super nice. Um, because he's a college professor. Like, he's done that for years. That's who he is. Like, TV personality, he's a college professor. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, the, this, uh, and he's like, great, excellent. And he's like, you know, forming the robe. And he makes a couple adjustments on, like, the cut and how it falls. He wants to make sure to, like, show off your scales. He, he plays with, uh, like, giving the robe itself a kind of uh, very subtle scale uh, texture to it. And then he's just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this takes away from you. <laughs> and he's like, yes, very good. Just on your skin. Very good. Uh, and I'd I... like it like a light material so that I can move in. I don't want it too thick. Very breathable, very good and movable. Um, very, very good for dancing at the party. And, uh, right, dancing. I will dance with you, Tazu. Okay. Um, and he does like do a couple more shifts where like your he he has your claws painted, uh, to like gold. Hmm. Uh, pulls around with a couple different changes. Like we can decide on this when you come in. Uh, Nero, are you good? I got it. Like all right, and a challenge, which I gladly accept. Tree friend, mm. if you will. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Julius walks up and stands where everyone else has been standing and hands mm-hmm. Marza the sleeping kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I do? Uh, you have make a wisdom saving throw. Hmm. <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, the the mirror wants to show you you in a new way, um, but <laughs> you you have to allow it to do so. Is this normally doing this? To did you? Okay. <laughs> it is this particular mirror, my friend. Show us you. Uh, for probably 30 whole seconds, nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting in anticipation. Like, the drama. Uh, then, <clears throat> like a sleeveless tunic, uh, but reminiscent of a priest's robes okay. made of vines weaved with uh, moss run down Julius 
uh, with the occasional uh, poisonous flower that pops up. Glorious. <laughs> and, yeah. and the buttons are made of tiny creature skulls. Okay. Fascinating. Uh, the subtleness, very good. You don't want to uh, distract from your own personal magnificence. Uh, huh? Very good. Uh, mm, green, very good. He starts to kind of uh, make some quick adjustments. It's like, I believe your form is quite interesting, and he kind of tightens it in a little bit. You still, you aren't restricted in your movement, but it's kind of more showing your, because uh, you're thinner and, and then long up here. Like, you have a different shape than most people. So, I was like, okay, fascinating. Yes, and then he's like, Hmm, and you kind of like your horns and the branches that come off your head. Uh, he kind of like puts his will into the mirror a little bit, and you get like fairy lights, and they 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 have a slight pulse to them that's random, like lightning bugs, mm. fireflies. So it's just very subtle and pleasant. It's like and a it pretty falls. stinky hobo. Yeah, it just draws the like a, a a nice amount of attention to you, just a little bit, where it's like, oh, ooh, it's like, hmm, yeah, yes, ah, uh, and, and we could, and he uh, he pushes in, and then there's like silvered paint and like designs going down your limbs, uh, almost like tattooing. It's in the reflection; it's not in your actual arm. Uh, it's really like, weird. I it's, it's wonderful. Uh, we, we could we could adorn your uh, bark in in such a way as well, uh, if you so desired. Um, instead of silver, could it be lemon bleach? He kind of just like guesses that that's a yellow. <laughs> it's a. It, it will stain white on the bark. Like, ah. perfectly clean white, as if you ah, poured white. bleach down your sink. Uh, he shifts it to white. He's like, hmm. Fascinating. He shifts it again to, like, an alabaster, so there's a bit of, a, uh, like, variance to it. Like, mm. He shifts it to jade and then, like, turquoise. Ooh. Hmm. Many options, uh, but if you desire, and he snaps it back to the white. I think I look. What was the word? Magnificent. Magnificent. Hmm. This will take a certain amount of skill, a challenge. Which we can easily do here at Titus of the Waves. <laughs> Nero, I've got it. <laughs> like we're gonna have to bring in. I know. I know who we're going to have to bring in. Nero. <laughs> <laughs> Julius, you look amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm very uh, fancy. Oh. Uh, if you would like to. Uh, Arrive shortly before uh, the the soiree. Uh, we can uh, get you all ready, and uh, therefore your traveling distance be short, so that nothing can go awry. Thank you. 
How much do we owe you for this? Oh, uh, Lord Holdane has has taken uh, care of everything. Uh, where where is Orai? In case we have to go there. It, it out of order. Very very droll wrong. of you, sir. Very droll of you. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Um. Thank you so much. Um. Oh, it is my pleasure. Uh, they will all see the glory of Titus of the Waves, perhaps even catch the eye of our dear prince himself. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm sure my outfit will. Indeed. Yeah. We'll be back. I look forward to it. Carmichael uh, is holding as... back a hard joke. A hard, <laughs> bad joke right now. As, <laughs> as you're exiting, everybody make a perception check really fast. 24. 12. 15. 15. 15. 10. 10. Ash, what was yours? 13. 13? Yeah, the, the 12s and up, you hear him go, this is going to be a lot of work, Nero. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just like, as the door's closing, it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Um, so where are we where are we going next? Are we going to the temple to investigate the? Uh, uh, yeah, we have a couple options. Um, so we could go to the temple of Palor, I believe, to see the um, what was her name, the the minister of the faithful, or we could go to the temple of Bahamut. Yeah, the um, well, the ministers are in the. Are, are with the prince, so you can, oh, you can go there if you want. Um, but you could also just talk to the uh, like clerics that are in charge of these temples. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, if if um, and I sort of say this like more quietly, but if the goal is to you know figure out more about the prince, yeah, maybe, maybe don't go straight to the top. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that we might get more like information, not information, but more chances to interact with him if we if we go in, into this area and we'll be more familiar for the party. Perhaps, oh. but I'm wondering if it'd be too obvious and suspicious that we're poking around versus at the party, everyone's just there having a good time. No, I mean we're poking around. We're we're investigating a separate thing. We're we're investigating a murder. Mm. Well, Marza, this is near and dear to your heart. What do you want to do? Um. Yeah, I'll I'll just clarify a little bit that uh, the minister of duty is who's in charge of the princely guard, who's like essentially the cops, um, and the uh, minister of the faithful is involved because it's maybe cult related. And then they have tasked the Temple of Palor and Bahamut's Reeve to look into it because they are the like more militaristic and fighty types of clerics of good clerics, um, very fighty. Um, and yeah, the, and there's also the I didn't bring this up last time. There's also a city master as well. It's kind of like the mayor is like deals with the day to day uh, job of the city. But uh, for what the uh, tender told you. 
you could probably just go to the Temple of Phalor or the Temple of Bahamut and, and inquire there. Versus like trying to get into the capital and then trying to get an appointment and <laughs> it becomes very uh, uh, officious and, and... Red tape. Yeah, yeah. Bureaucratic. Bureaucratic, that's the word. Uh, well, I guess which one is closest? Um, the the temples of the major religions, but, uh, other than the the uh, like House of Death, are all kind of centered near the princely tower. So, and the House of Death. The House of Death is in the is outside of the city in the large cemetery. As far as major religions go. Okay. Does anybody worship Phalor? Or Bahamut? Or Bahamut? Uh, no. I, who are they? Well, I I would say yeah, no. that because I am a dragonborn, maybe they would be more interested in talking to us at the Temple of Bahamut because... Bahamut. I I don't know a lot, but I do know that Bahamut is a dragon. Oh, yeah, right. that's okay. a good point. Let's Plus, go aren't that. we looking for dra dragonborns? We're like keeping an eye out for dragonborns of different colors for our special shield. Yes, we yes. are. Yes, yes, yes. Before to blow on the shield, right? Yes, yes. That is um, right. Well, if I forgot about that. <laughs> If someone died in my not, notes, and I'm looking at it right now, and totally forgot. Sorry. Should we should we not go to a house of death in case if someone died? The they're not tasked with investigating the cult is the thing. Mm. So you know the, the the victims might be buried there, but they're not involved mm. in figuring out who who did it. But what if? What if the victims knew about the cult? They're dead, so we can't ask them. Hmm. That's a good try, Julius. Um, yes, Plus, I bet they are buried, so even if we could talk to them, they are underground. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go ahead and try the Temple of Bahamed, and maybe there will be some dragonborns there, too. Maybe. But just, they might be a little more receptive to our questions since I'm a dragonborn, even though I don't worship Bahamut. Maybe just, <laughs> you know, because, you know. Are you yeah. saying all, all dragon types are the same, Tazu? No, I am not seeing that ash. <laughs> I am uh. saying that because I am a dragonborn, I might have some extra clout. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I deserve not, that. I know a knot in battle, Tazio, but I think a good whack with your quarter staff might do well here. <laughs> Ash has gotten no, used to... No, because what if I accidentally release a thunder wave? That would be <laughs> bad for point. everybody. That's a good point. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, Chandra can lead you all to the uh, 
Bahamas Reeve, which she has rarely had any dealing with. Uh, you guys dealt with Bahamas Reeve in Genin, like they adjudicate and uh, over crimes and trials and that kind of thing. Oh, right, uh, the dwarf lady. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. The Justicar, she was Justicar. from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Justicar. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, it's uh, it's a, a it's not. There is a large statue of the Platinum Dragon out front. Um, it has been painted uh, to be platinum, um, and uh, very easy to recognize. This is Bahamas Reeve. Um, there's, uh, there's a few people praying in different uh, little alcoves and whatnot. It's all stoned in and tiled. Uh, there's a uh, small pool, like a reflecting pool, deeper inside uh, that's built into the floor, and uh, there are several uh, dark-robed individuals uh, walking about and checking in with people, and so a, a half-orc uh, comes up to you uh, as a group, and is like, uh, greetings. Welcome to the Welcome to the Reeve. Is there anything uh, we can do for you today? I am Justicar Flowers. Hello. Hi. Hello. My name uh, is Tazu. Hello, uh, We're the Salty Five. Um, we're here to investigate the murders. We've been tasked with investigating the murders of the tieflings. Ah, um, this way, please. Here. Uh, this leads you over to an alcove where you can be more private. Uh, indeed. Uh, we were expecting uh, someone to uh, assist in this uh, adventure. It makes sense. Uh, Plus. Yes. Uh, so the uh, we're trying to keep the word of this down, but it is leaked out. It does seem... You're not uh, doing a very good job because we heard about it as soon as we walked into town. We have uh, enthusiastic media. Uh, the... we <laughs> uh, No tact. Yeah. Uh, it was like, there, uh, there was a family that had come into Ginnon from uh, Elm and they were staying in a uh, a boarding house while they were getting settled, and oh, then... Sorry to interrupt so soon. Do you know what part of Elm they came from? Uh, our records uh, show they left out of Kaz, where they, where they were before. We do not know. If they came from Kaz? They, that is indeed where they uh, shipped out from. Um, that is quite odd. Uh, my family was murdered by a demon in cause. Uh, my condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, yes, the Elm accent cause. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're all uh, British, apparently. Ding, ding. Uh, in Elm, that's how they speak. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, well, then maybe you might uh, be, and we are having the Platinum Dragon's blessing by having someone cursory involved in such a thing. Uh, uh, the house has been locked. Uh, 
we can uh, allow you entry so you can uh, investigate. Uh, they, of course, have been... Uh, their remains have been consecrated and and blessed and buried, as is our custom. Uh, we did not have uh, much information about them, uh, but we are uh, looking for more and also who uh, might be involved. The uh, minister seems to believe there is some sort of ritualistic cult activity. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. All I know is uh, we ran into some tieflings on the road and they said they believe that the demon that is killing tieflings is by the name of Zithro. Mm. Yeah, he pulls out a scroll and writes it down, Zithro. That is good to know. They. That's my neighbors. This is very loud. <laughs> they were quite scared, uh, so much so that they were going to... What's the place they were going to, Jarrett? Like the they they were going down the depths to the desert. Yes, they wanted to remove their horns and any appearance of them being a tiefling. Hmm. Well, fear does drive us to make decisions that we wouldn't otherwise. I cannot judge them. And with this turn of events here in our fair city, I uh, uh, do not blame them. Uh, tieflings from your area are being hunted and murdered I would want to change myself as well uh, uh, we keep a guard watching the door of the house though no one posted I will get you the key um, whatever information you can glean from there uh, we would be most happy to learn and uh, do uh be careful. We uh, don't know. Uh, there's been some strange evening and nighttime activities in Oak, but uh, with those who come and go here being quite transient, uh, that's not necessarily an indicator of foul play. Uh, All right. Thank you. So he uh, he goes off to and brings you back a key. And he's like, uh, "This will gain you access to the house. It is here." And he kind of like describes the the neighborhood it's in the planks which is uh like the na the newer neighborhood that's built off of the docks mm -hmm. um uh not too far from the same neighborhood that the bakery is in but not necessarily the nearby um uh uh is there anything else the reeve can do for you as you are uh, going about this task Is there anything you have discovered? Uh, we are, with the growth, uh, the recent military efforts, uh, we are unfortunately quite short-handed and uh, without direct knowledge of this cult, we are, are trying to get any information we can, hence why we have uh, reached out for assistance. Okay, well, I guess we will go and let you know what we find. Very good. Uh, Paylor's blessings. Thank or you. Not Paylor's blessings, Bahamut. uh, Bahamut's Bahamut. blessings. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, you too. <laughs> Thank you.
Um, okay, so do we do want to just go straight to the house then? I would like to, if that's all right. Okay. Yeah, let's check it out. It's good. Chandra, that doesn't sound good, but it sounds like a plan. Okay. So uh, you make your way to this kind of nondescript house in a very plain neighborhood. The planks is all working class and sailors and people that do like support work for the shipping industry. Um, and there's, you know, there's a seedy element here as well, if you want to find it. Uh, but the house itself is kind of nondescript. Uh, everybody make a perception check for me. Ooh. Oh, man. 22. 22. 10. 10. 9. 9. 14. Uh, 22, Chandri, uh, you, you can notice that it, the door frame is cracked, like someone had at some point in the recent past forced their way in. Um, and, uh, with that 22, you also kind of, like, see, uh, a guard posted or, like, a, someone that looks like they probably are a cleric for Bahamut's Reeve, um, like, not too far away, kind of keeping watch, and I think he probably gets eyes with you and then just nods because he knows that to expect a group, uh, but yeah, and then the re the rest of you will notice, like as you approach the door, that at one point in time in the past it was busted open, um, but yeah. you have a key. Um, Maza goes to open the door, and her hand is a bit shaky. Mm -hmm. I open it. Okay. Um, so as you come in, we'll keep those same perceptions. There, uh, the place looks like it's been tossed like the drawers are open there's papers places uh the furniture has all been pushed away and there's a very large stain on the floor um is it, is it a stain of blood it appears to be uh make investigation checks or if someone wants to investigate and someone wants to help that'd be fine oh i'll 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 investigate i'd like to investigate too okay you can you can both roll it so. oh uh dirty 20 great 22 22 uh yes okay good I, uh, my my chart i made you guys beat it so uh uh it's blood on the floor uh the remains of a large amount of blood um blood on the dance but it floor. does it does kind of look like at first glance you're like it looks like someone tried to clean it and then you kind of look into that between the two of you, kind of, you know, do some sampling, like, you know, kind of like get into it and try to rub it in. And there's some salt water that has been mixed in with this. And then because you got, you guys rolled so high, um, as you're piecing it together, especially Ash, you're applying your like tracker sense and, and these things to it. Um, there were definitely mul multiple people that were soaked in salt water that were in this room uh, on top of the the family who were killed here. Like it, as you look at the pattern of how the blood has, it's like it mixed with salt water and spread out further than it should. It's thinner than it should be. There, There's a different quality to it and that you can uh, piece together that 
whoever killed these people were soaking and dripping. Hmm. I relay this information to everyone else. Um, that's odd. It kind of sounds like the nightmare you sort of had, Chantry. Yeah, it's... It does seem odd. I wasn't really expecting that. But mm. there, you said, Ash, you said there were multiple people that were all, like, soaking wet? Yes. Yes, it's very odd. Uh, eyes of the grave. Uh, there, there's no undead in here. There's no ghosts. Hmm. You don't sense anything, Julius? No. Nothing... Dead. So it looks like maybe if the drawers are open, maybe they were searching for something. Um, unless they were. Uh, with your high roll, the drawers are not wet. So that might have been oh, law the enforcement or the, or the Reeve. Okay. Um, so the room. The room isn't the way uh, we we don't know what it looked like originally because people were investigating or something. Yeah, yeah, it's been they were in here and they kind of made a mess of the crime scene. <laughs> but luckily, you you have yeah amateurs. <laughs> uh, luckily, you rolled really high, so you can piece those things together. So it's not as as confusing as I intended it to be. Uh, are there any? <laughs> are there any like? religious symbols, iconography, like cult symbols, anything that would make them think it's like cult related? Uh not not that you see, like you uh you don't you don't see a uh a, phys a physical connection to any cults in here. Marzen? Is there anything else in the room that pops out to me? Uh, no, it seems like, you know, this is a, like a rental house with furniture, you know, it's where just people stay uh, that they had rented. So there's nothing very personal here. It's like they were either, they had only planned to be here temporarily. So it's kind of like whatever happened, why it happened to them is unknown to you at this time. So the multiple people soaking wet, if that's close to your dream, Chandri, then what if what if your former captain is like leading like soaked undead? But why would they target a tiefling family specifically? Chandri's thing seems like it's more related to people who betrayed her old friend or even just so from what i heard from people at Patton alley the rumor is that with the nightmares that people who either were former pirates or current pirates wake up soaking wet and you have this like inescapable desire to go back to the sea like it's like you have to go and so people either go to the sea and never come back or they run inland to try and get away from it. So I don't know. 
I don't, I, I don't know if people that do succumb to that impulse also become violent. I have no idea. Hmm. Martha? Uh, I would like to kind of go into a corner somewhere by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull out my locket. Okay. And I'm going to ask my father, I know you were a fisherman, but were you ever a pirate at one point in your life? If we're looking, if they were wet, and we know they were wet, what's the nearest water source? Under you? Because we're... Yeah, so it's it's not unlikely that they were soaking wet because they, I don't know, like snuck up from under... I don't know. Like, oh, we're so close to the ocean, there could be any number of reasons why they'd be wet. It's just weird that they were all, like, soaking wet, like, to the point where they were dripping on the floor. Is this... There... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, are there any, like... Is there, like... Oh, my brain can't, like a trapdoor type cellar situation or like loose floorboards or anywhere, anything like that? Uh, it does not appear so. Hmm. Oh, no. Okay, well, maybe we need to look outside the house either. I'm surprised there's no blood trail or anything well, like that. It's demon that took my family there would be no blood left he drinks it he so maybe that's a good point so either it was people working on his behalf or it was something totally different mm-hmm. it's just you... odd that it was tieflings because that's also his pattern right and they were from where you're from exactly um, well, I, I wonder if, um, if, if Sora would be able to smell any blood or anywhere going. It's, yeah, I mean, it's been a few days, but, um, I, the, the weird thing about the blood is it, like it pulled into the ground, on, onto the floor and they didn't like, whenever the bodies were discovered, they were just in it. Like they didn't so, get dragged or moved or anything. It was just right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, I would want to see. Has go ahead, Jess. Uh, I was just, can we go outside to see if there are like footprints or something around the house? Okay. Sure. Um, and then I just want to communicate with the group really quick that I asked my father in the locket if he was ever a pirate, and he said no. Hmm. So, right, so it, was, it probably wasn't him who was soaking wet. Mm-hmm. It was whoever the intruders were. Yes. Most likely. So multiple intruders. Right. Okay, so uh, let's let's head outside. Because if, if, if we can find, like, footprints or something maybe Sora can like track that maybe you can track yeah, that maybe and then we could at least know how large the people were maybe that's what I was thinking I'm like if if it's like you know a 
a halfling, they're going to have a different footprint than a medium-sized person. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody make perception checks as you exit the door, the building. 16. 19. 20. 5. 19. Dirty 19. 20. Uh, Tazu and Ash, as you exit and kind of look around, uh, across the street and in like corner of an alley, there's like a there's a tiefling child who's trying very hard to not be noticed. But you know how kids are when they're trying to like be subtle. They're like, I'm just checking the time. I'm <laughs> doing anything wrong. Like they're just telegraphing like normal behavior, which makes them suspicious AF. <laughs> okay. So there's like a little red dirty tiefling child who seems to be trying to like be normal. Tazzy will um, tap on uh, Tazzy will try to subtly tap on uh, Mars's shoulder and just be like there's a little child maybe you want to go talk to them? Um, I message Tazu and say yeah I'll go I'll go check on him. Um so Marza will try to casually walk towards the kid without him noticing. <laughs> okay, make a uh, uh, stealth check. <laughs> oh, God. Oof. And a negative two. All right, so so that's going to be a three. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to be stealthy on a city street. This <laughs> made of planks and <laughs> reinforced wood. But I kind of like shrinks back to the wall a little bit as you get closer and is like not looking at you um i sort of do the whole like bend down to his level yeah yeah he's like six or seven hello you look just like me no i don't what uh, what color tiefling is he he's red he's red um <laughs> i think you do are you all right? I'm fine. I noticed uh, you were looking over at me and my friends. Did you know the family that lived there? I know something happened in there. Did you know them? No. Can I roll insight? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> can you move that? Thank you. Is that cocked? Please say that's cocked. No. God damn it. Uh, ooh, nine. Um, I mean, even for a child, he doesn't seem to be lying. Okay. Um, where's your family? Where's your family? How old are you? Seven. Mm. I think you can handle the truth. You seem very, very brave and and mature for your age. Um, they were unfortunately killed, potentially similar to that family back in that house, which is what me and my friends are trying to find out. Uh, make a persuasion. Math, 23. 
Uh, he's just like, well, the the boss says that that it's expensive, so um, so you're gonna have to pay for what to to know about the red-handed people. The red, okay. How um, much would you like? Um, he is now out of his depth. Uh, <laughs> would you like um, a silver? He, he switches eyes at you. Um, a, a thousand gold. A thousand gold. I can. And a pie. I can get you a pie, and I can do ten gold. And a pie? Yes. There's a great bakery nearby. Just holds out his hand. Alright. And then Marza does a very, like, street smart where she goes for her money. She doesn't take the whole bag out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> She's been on the street for a year. She this learned. This kid obviously picks pockets. <laughs> and then I give him his ten gold takes it he stashes it away you notice like he's got mud like in his nails and he's and his like boots are pretty muddy too mm -hmm. uh chandri you would probably notice that at a distance he, he's pretty muddy like his calf down to his feet so he probably lives below the boards somewhere so tell me about these red-handed people uh they come at night and and they like to go to this house that has a pointy thing on it. A pointy thing. Yeah, yeah, and they they wanted to do something with the the nice lady who was staying in the house. In in the house with the family that was killed. Yeah. Is that the mother? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But you don't know what they wanted to do with her. No, uh, but something happened. Uh, they've been they've been coming around, and so that's why the boss was like, "Oh, we should watch it, and then tell someone they'll give us money for it." Who is? May I ask who your boss is? He seems to know everything about the city. I mean, I mean, he's pretty smart, but uh, 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 th that's like mudraker rules. I don't. I'm not going to tell you. Mud raker rules. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, she goes out and she grabs a couple more gold. She gives him three gold. Go ahead and use that to get your pie. I think you can get quite a few pies with that. Mm. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, so does your boss know more about this? So you're gonna come up? Yeah. Yeah, I was the only All one right. that went over there. I'm using. Right. I'm reading. Uh, Situation Since you're a tiefling, I'm gonna say roll mm -hmm. a uh, roll a persuasion for your like attitude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your attitude. Uh, fifteen. Okay, he's gonna he kind of side eyes you, but since you're a tiefling, he like he he kind of straightens up like he's gonna bolt, but then he kind of settles for a second. It's all right. This is my friend Ash. He's also a tiefling. Yeah, I can see that. I just gave you money for pie, sir. Hey, I'm a mudraker. 
You gotta watch out. Well, I'm a sorcerer. You need respect. <laughs> yes, I respect you. You seem very dangerous and right. very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to know uh, about about who your who your boss is. I just asked him that, Ash. He's not a snitch. He won't tell no, us. No, that's right. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, of course you wouldn't snitch, but your boss. We are, we're a powerful group of adventurers, and we're powerful allies to have. So if your boss can make more connections, that'll make you look good, and we can give you a little, a little extra money as well. Maybe if, uh, maybe if you. Um, uh, find out what the red hand people want, then uh, I, I could take you to him. Okay. Right. I think that's a fair trade. I like that. You're a smart man. Uh, uh, knowing things gets you places. Chandri, I wonder what that little boy's name is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm too far away. I, can't, I didn't catch it. They're not saying much, well, trying to read their lips. My name is Maza, and like I said, this is Ash. Can we get your name? Call me Points. Points? It's a very cool name. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Points. We will be in touch with you. She kind of gives him a little salute. Met Julius? <laughs> uh... <clears throat> is anyone watching this go down? Make a perception check. I give myself guidance. <laughs> I rolled your die. Yeah, it's a bad decision. Now you've tainted it. It was rolling well, too. Well, it was... It was a three. So, eleven. <laughs> Uh, they're they're they, they're kind of tucked into an alley. Like when when they went to talk to him, he kind of like took the corner so you guys can see. But it doesn't seem like anyone else is is looking. Uh, so as you like kind of like give him the signal, uh, Marza, he's like squints his eyes at you, and then he you see him like just like by his pocket, by his hip, he throws his hand out, and there's a a pop behind you. So if you turn to look at it he's going to bolt. So, so you turn to kind of check it. He like has ducked in and he's, you catch the glimpse of him turning a corner, but he's quick. Uh, it's like he threw like a snap pop down to like distract you. Like, like a ninja smoke bomb, but oh, <laughs> yeah. something oh, a, a, a kid would do. Uh, little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> what did he say his name was again, Julius? Or not Julius, Point. sorry. Jared. His name was Julius. Point. Yeah, he, he said they call J- him Point. J. Point. Yeah. Thank you. Call him oh, point. And he had like, as a, a child tiefling goes, he had small horns starting to come out of his skull, so that's probably why they call him that. Okay. Uh, okay, so we need to find out the house with the pointy thing. Well, so let's we'll go back to the group and uh, relay the information that the kid shared with us to them. So, I don't know, maybe, like... We can ask around if anyone knows what this place is. Or we can look, I mean, the, like, look around at the skyline. 
Yeah, yeah. is there a house that looks very distinctly pointy? <laughs> uh, Nick, I'll say we can do this with investigation checks. So you guys can kind of like see if it's the neighborhood, which would make sense. Uh, if a petty criminal child knows about it, it's probably nearby. Net 17. 20. Okay. For a 22. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Mars is very in, in into this investigation. So yes. uh, <laughs> I got 19. Good job, Julius. I, I um, got a big old 13. Nice. Eight. <laughs> so you, you do a little like canvas of the area. Like you each kind of take one street and say, we'll meet right back here. Um, easy enough. The city's relatively safe. So um, especially at daytime. Um, so, uh, Mars, as you turn a corner, uh, you see a, a, a two-story house that has a flat roof, and kind of poking up from it, there seems to be an obelisk of some kind, uh, and it seems to be the most pointy thing around, so that gives you, like, of all the places that you notice, this seems to be the spot. What, uh, what's the name of, like, the street, like, the cross streets? Yeah, it's the and <laughs> uh, <laughs> You must know every street. <laughs> yeah, second plank and first avenue plank. Uh, the, nice. There you go. Uh, <laughs> then I'll just we'll head to the second plank. I'll uh, yeah. as I'm as I'm walking back because I don't like want to draw attention. Mm -hmm. Um, can I see Chandri? Like, is she within a hundred feet of me? Yeah, yeah. You can easily grab everybody. Okay. Well, I just messaged to Chandri really quick what the name of the cross streets are and that I found it. Yeah. She would know the area better than any of us. Um, should we stake this place out at night? Yeah, I mean, the kids said that they, they tend to come at night, so do we wait outside and try and see if anybody shows up? Perhaps. I've never done a stakeout. Is there a good place to, like, watch it from where we won't be seen? Uh, you could try to take one of the like alleys or side corners, uh, but it's all just kind of housing around here. Is there an, a way that one of us, by one of us, I mean Tazu probably, could like shimmy up a drain pipe and like peek over a roof and watch sure. it from above? Sure. Ooh, and I can, yeah. I can, uh, I can make you invisible, Tazu. Cool. That worked out good last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long does that last? Like an hour? Uh, I believe. Invisibility is an hour. So yeah. yes. Yeah. There's a just regular invisibility and or minor yeah. invisibility or whatever. Also, it is. I I sort of came into a new spell. I was playing with it um, a little bit ago. Um, I can also then apply. Um, it's called tongues and so in case of speaking a language that Tazu doesn't understand she can understand what they're saying cool are they both concentration based oh that's a good point it might have to be you, one or and, the other and can you cast tongues on another person i think yeah. you can only cast it on yourself no i think it said i could do it on another person um page is it on so uh we have gotten to the two hour mark we want to keep playing a little bit or do we need to uh, bring it closer to a close here. Uh, uh, bring it to a, bringing it to the close. Okay, cool. So real quick, tongues is a div uh, divination spell. It's not concentration, and I can the spell grants the creature you touch 
Cool. Well, divination is the up. school. Uh, oh, it doesn't say what it. As long as it doesn't say concentration. <laughs> nope, it just says one hour. Cool. Amazing. Amazing. Great. Yeah, so I think I can do both at the same time. So, like, Tazu could stake it out on the roof and the rest of us could be nearby, even if we can't necessarily see. Yeah. As long as we have some sort of line of communication. Yeah, some sort of signal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't we have, like, have flares it. or something? Or am I thinking... That was from... That was the side quest. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay. I was like, it's one of it's well, one of the D&D games that live in my head. Don't know which one. So... What time do you think we should come back? Maybe around eight o'clock, nine o'clock? Yeah, yeah that's when it'll be getting the more dark. Yeah. yeah, like just after dusk. Okay, all right. A good, good plan. Yeah. Maybe we should take a nap this afternoon. Yeah, I'm like, we can always do the spa tomorrow. Yes, when we, uh, it's like a reward for our hearts. <laughs> Right. Right. Um, so, should we get something to eat? Right. Steak yes. out tonight. Mm -hmm. Steak out. Steak, steak out. Steak out. All right. Then you, uh, there, there are, uh, you're pretty close to the docks and there are lots of food vendors and whatnot out there. So, as you uh, go about trying to find something tasty, that's where we'll bring this episode of Fables of Refuge to mm. a close. We'll be starting so with a stakeout in the next Yay. episode. <laughs> Woo -hoo. I've got some information, got some things going, got irons in the fire. Uh, all right. Uh, and good rolls on investigation, so you weren't just confused by my thing I've made. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I'm like, uh, if we hadn't rolled so high, this would have been a lot harder. <laughs> Yeah, there were a few options and things. I was like, oh, I think they're going to, like, meet up with the, with the kid. Okay, cool. But I'm like, they rolled really well. They don't need to, like, figure out other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you guys rolled high because my investigation is piss poor. That is, yeah. it's something as a dungeon master where you, you want it to be complicated, but you don't want it to be too complicated. And then it's like, and then sometimes you make it overcomplicated. It's like, this isn't going to work at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, hooray. Um, just complicated enough to be confusing, which is what I wanted it to be, um, but with direction. All right. Uh, well, uh, that brings us to our game. Uh, we'll see everybody next time. And as always, remember to be kind to one another, but never forget to be kind to yourself. Bye. Bye. Fables of Refuge is Allie Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Lore Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. This episode is brought to you by a group of arcane sorcerers, stone-cold monks, elite rangers, and eldritch knights who represent our fine supporters on Patreon. These fine folks have all taken it upon themselves to financially chip in to make it possible for me and everyone to be able to put more time and effort to fables. Every penny that goes to fables has gone to improving our consistency, technical quality, and the time to produce more stories for you. 
You too can get cool perks and roll a natural 20 for an emotional fulfillment by visiting patreon.com slash fablesd20, where you can choose multiple levels of support and gain access to rewards like submitting character names. Hey, we need them. <laughs> Custom full characters. Go above and beyond and make a full-on character that will make an appearance. Or make a character destined to die. Give a character a fatal flaw. Watch that flaw come to fruition and watch them perish. We are regularly working on creating more rewards and perks for heroic backers. So please head over to patreon.com slash d20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S D20. Appreciate it. Thank you. This episode was an uncut adventure, which we live streamed on Twitch and re-uploaded on YouTube. And then obviously posted on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to keep up with us, consider joining our Discord where we put all our announcements so you know when we go live, when we re-upload on YouTube, and when it drops here on your podcast platform. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I can't wait to read what you put. Let us know what you like about the show, which character is your favorite, what encounter, whether it's roleplay or battle, which one is your favorite. Tell us what you like about our show over another D&D show that you've heard before. If this is your first D&D show, tell us what you're digging about it. All right, until next time, thank you very much.